The New Orleans Pelicans have re-upped with Bally Sports for their TV broadcast. Not a popular decision, but at a critical time for the franchise, could they have done anything differently at all? I've got all the details on why the Pelicans re-upped and what's changing, plus why this does in one key way miss the mark. It's all in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Let's go. are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans at NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Tuesday, we're going to take a break from the draft and free agency because I want to talk about the Pelicans TV deal. They dropped this. On draft day, didn't really have time to talk about it then, but I spent a lot of time the past couple of days talking with people within the team to really kind of get the scoop and understand what went into this decision to try and explain it all to you because this is a big deal. This is something that's been a problem from going on about two years now. So how do they end up with Bally Sports again? The same people. So the show is going to be broken down like this. Segment one is going to kind of be the Pelicans thinking on this. Segment two is what's different and what needs to be different. And segment three is why this misses the mark in a very big way. But I don't actually view all of this as the massive negative that some people are. I kind of actually leave that up to you to decide. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're free and available Monday through Friday for y'all, wherever you get your podcast and available on YouTube. You're all tuning in. The numbers are through the roof. Thank you all so much for making Locked On Pelicans and myself part of your day. Whether you're a new listener or you just started, or, or you've been with me since like what six plus years doing this, you know, fifteen hundred shows, whatever it might be. I appreciate you tuning into the show, being a big fan of the Pelicans, wanting to learn more about the team, and being part of this community. So let's dive into this one. Right, this is an unpopular decision, and the Pelicans knew this. They knew how poorly this would go over. They'd been reaching out to me about two, three weeks ago to be like, can we can we talk about it? Can we kind of get people to understand it? Because the initial reaction was just going to be anger and kind of hatred. And they weren't wrong. That's kind of the expected thing. When they told me that over the phone, I, you know, I'm trying to play it cool as like this reporter guy here. And it's like, man, like really, this is what we're going to do. They knew this. They expected you would feel that way. And here's the key part of that. They're comfortable and okay with you feeling that way and feeling disappointed. They understand that this has been a big problem and a big pain point the past couple of seasons. And if any way I could sum it up, based on my conversations, what I think they're thinking is, right, is I think they're going, we know you're upset. We trust that we're going to be able to put a good enough product out there that with time you'll come around and this won't seem like the end of the world. They know it's going to take time. This is like when you like hurt a friend, right? And they're just not ready to forgive you just yet. And you go, you know, the the right play is like, take all the time you need. I'm here if you need me. I'm here to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. I know in time we can kind of get past this. That's essentially what the Pelicans are doing here. So how do they end up back again with Bally's? And what was some of their thinking on this? So I can tell you, they did basically explore every other option that they could. 
and that included hiring a consulting company to really dive into it. Now, I don't know if any of those other options were all of that great, hence why they ended up back here. And I think when they started to really explore what, you know, using another RSN, and I'm going to use RSN, which stands for Regional Sports Network, a lot in this, and I'm going to use Bally and Sinclair's interchangeably. They're the same thing, same company, right? So they the Pelicans felt the majority of the issues were with accessibility of the broadcast, not the actual broadcast themselves. They know you love Joel and Antonio Daniels. I love Joel Myers and Antonio Daniels, right? They know there were some hiccups here and there, and we'll talk about those in the next segment, but they felt the biggest issue was, well, if you have Hulu TV or Hulu Live TV and YouTube TV or basically any non-cable option, you don't get the games because they don't carry Sinclair Valley Sports. So it's an accessibility thing versus, you know, the actual broadcast for the most part. And I agree with that 85, 90% of the way. So that's part of the reason I think why they ended up back with Bally Sports, right? There is a solution to that. Bally, the, the Bally Sports Plus service. We don't quite know what the pricing will be. It's likely going to be $19.99 a month. And it basically means it's an a la carte option. You sign up for that. You get all the Pelicans games on Bally Sports Plus. Simple as that. You know, so if it's a question about accessibility, here's your option to be able to watch it. If you're a cord cutter like myself, I am, you have an option. Is it a great option? That's very debatable and I'd argue no, but it's an option that didn't exist before. So at least there's a chance there for you to be able to watch the games. You got to pay extra. You might not want to. It does suck. I think $19.99 is way too much for that. And we'll talk about that in the next segment a little bit more into details. But it's an option you didn't have before. If you couldn't get a friend's login to do it, if you don't want to go the piracy route, you have an option. You've just got to pay for it. And yeah, it's probably more expensive than it really should be. And yes, Bally's will definitely be trying to reach an agreement to get it on Hulu, YouTube TV, and all of that. So it, this isn't the end of it. Basically, what the Pelicans have done is given you an option. Simple as that. It's better than it was last year when that wasn't there. So you can at least find a way to watch the games now. Now, that's region locked. you got to be within, I think it's 75 miles basically from the arena. So Baton Rouge should get it. But if you're up in, like, say, Shreveport, you're not going to get it there. If you're in Los Angeles, New York, you live elsewhere, you're not going to get the Pelicans games through the Bally Sports Plus app. So it's not a tremendous option, as I said. But you'll at least be able to watch the games. And the Pelicans feel that has at least alleviated one of the bigger pain points when it comes to this. Again, I don't think it's that great. You probably don't either, but that's up to the individual to decide, I think. But that's part of the reason why. Other regional sports networks were on the table. But it didn't sound like those actually had deals with Hulu and YouTube TV to launch a new channel for this. And so at that point... I think the team really kind of felt it could be a crapshoot, right? If they feel the quality of the broadcast was good, why switch to another service, another RSN, that might not give you as good of a broadcast, especially if the games are still suffering from the same accessibility problem? It's kind of a, a devil-you-know, devil-you-don't situation. And the Pelicans really fell back on their trust with Bally Sports. You know, this is who's been broadcasting the games in some capacity since 2012. Right since since Benson took over the team essentially, and they switched over. Uh, first it was Fox Sports New Orleans, then Bally Sinclair bought that out. So this is kind of who they've all known for a long time, and they feel the good working relationships allow things to change. 
more so than going another direction. And so I think that's part of the reason why they really decided to stick with Bally's. And look, another, another, from what I gather, another regional sports network offered them more money than Bally's. This wasn't simply Bally's opening up a checkbook and Pelicans being like, give me the cash. Someone else offered them money, more money, but it didn't seem like that was the right fit. And maybe there were bigger questions about what that would look like. And could this be a worse situation? So in theory, based on what they've, you know, I've gathered, take that for what you will. They're, they're leaving money on the table in a sense. And yes, they also looked into br- taking everything in-house, which I said they should do, and spent a whole podcast show talking about that. Um, but it didn't seem like that was a feasible thing to do just yet. So the big part of this is they trust Bally's to fix it, to make the changes. So what does that mean? What does that look like? What's different? What needs to be different? Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Is it gone a little long in that first segment here? Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by rockauto.com, my favorite sponsor of Locked On Pelicans, because I use them all the time. I work on all of my cars. I got an old one from 1976, a red Corvette. I'm ordering parts left and right off of rockauto.com to get this thing up and running as I kind of go through, through this whole process of bringing it all back to life. And the reason I use them is because, well, I get to save time and money when using rockauto.com. Don't choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. I just ordered a new steering wheel to slap that on there and cruise around in a little bit of style, refresh the ride a little bit. It's got a new radiator in it that's keeping that car cool, keeping it on the road. I can drive it, I can daily drive it at this point, really, if I wanted to. And that's because of the rockauto.com prices. They're reliably low for every single customer, everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet to refresh your ride. So go to their website, discover your own car part needs, and get them from rockauto.com at the cheapest price possible. They have different price points, right? You can get the performance parts, you can get budget parts that are just going to fit whatever you need, so they got something for everyone. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday breaking down everything you want to know about this team. Quick, short for your commute, to work, your drive home, whatever it might be. Some people tell me they live in the shower. That's too much information. So I just appreciate you making Locked On Pelicans part of your day, catching up and sharing the passion around this team with all these other fans that are tuning in. Like almost 20,000 views and listens in the 24 hours after the draft, which is insane. That's beating big market teams teams all you pelicans fans tuning in today are sending a message across the league and it's absolutely awesome to see so are the pelicans sending the right message by re-upping with bally's as i just said they're going to leave that up for you to decide and to sum it up is they know you're upset they feel confident that this is going to be a much improved experience and easier to get games because of the bally sports plus It's an option that didn't exist before, whether that's a good option or bad option. And with time, they feel you'll come around because the team's going to be compelling and the experience will just be improved. So what's different? What needs to be different, right? That's the title of this segment here. So first and foremost, they know the app sucked. That's not their words. Those are my words. They know there were issues with the app, with it crashing, with login issues, things like that. Just rarely worked, right? Before I canceled when I was using the app and everything like that, it, it, it worked maybe 50% of the time, if that. And so I'd have to find alternate methods to be able to watch these games that I need to cover, right? Like I got to watch them. And it just, 
it was awful, right? At that point, you're going to go do anything else with your time. Oh, I want to sit down and watch this game, but the app's not working. All right, I'm going to go play video games. I'm going to go spend time with my family. I'm going to go read. I'm going to go do any. Maybe you're working on your car with your parts from rockauto.com. Literally anything else, right? Accessibility is the number one thing. You've got to remove as many barriers to entry as possible. I believe in this like any sort of business thing. You know, if it's four clicks, you got to reduce it to one click to get people in there. So when Bally starts giving you trouble, people are just going to give up because it's not worth dealing with the hassle of this. So the app should be much improved, basically overhauled, is my understanding of this. Um, and so you should have fewer crashes, should just be easier and more user-friendly to work. That's the real big thing, right? Again, they deemed accessibility the number one issue with Bally Sports, not so much of the broadcast per se, but there were issues with the broadcast, right? First and foremost, it's not with the people. It's not with Joel Myers. It's not with Antonio Daniels. It's not with Jen Hale. They're all awesome and really excellent at their job, and we want them to stay on the broadcast. And by the way, they 99.9% .9 certain they are staying. They're basically staying. They're staying. That's good. There are a few things they need to tweak, and they've learned that, right? The graphic packages could probably be upgraded and updated. That should happen this year. It should have a different look and a different feel to a certain degree for all of that. I think they know the camera angles, whether that's operators or what have you, need to be improved as well. Those haven't been great, and at times you're missing action, and it's kind of like, what what is going on here? I think that's where the trust and the relationship with Bally's comes into play for the Pelicans from their perspective that they go, we can go to them with that feedback, and knowing that we work well with them, that can be improved and is easy to improve in their opinion. Do they have that same relationship with another broadcast, another RSN? Maybe not. Maybe if there are issues with the broadcast angles and missing action, it's tougher to get fixed than they feel it would be with Bally's. And that's part of their reasoning really behind sticking with Bally's here. They also know there's you know some issues with promotion and things like that too, right? We all know that tweet. They're talking about Herb Jones and his picture of Trey Murphy, which like the the undertones on that, right? Like there's racial undertones on that that are just, if you really dive into it, like that's terrible to do. That's a horrible, horrible thing to be able to do. That point was specifically brought up in discussions with them. That that specific tweet was brought up to really try and work on that and make sure that not just your experience of watching the game, but interacting with the team to a certain degree and you're interacting with the team indirectly through Bally's is as positive as possible. And it just kind of like speaks to professionalism, right? Like, do you trust Bally's to fix things if, well, they're getting the players wrong? Do you trust to have a good experience watching the game if they're getting the players wrong on Twitter? Absolutely not. So that should be improved to a degree. I, to what? I'm not sure how that looks. I'm not entirely sure either. But that is going to be an improved part of the experience. Where Bally's needs to make this work, and I think the Pelicans need to help them out as well with this, is... Adding value, right, to Bally Sports Plus. It's $19.99 a month. If you're just using that to watch Pelicans games, it comes to about $2 per game. You're already paying for Hulu or YouTube or a cable subscription if for some reason it's not on there. Now you're having to pay $2 more basically on your cable bill per game. You're basically having to pay $20 more on your cable bill, on your YouTube TV subscription, your Hulu TV, live TV, whatever the Hulu one's called. So, uh, you know, subscription per month. That's a lot. That's asking a lot. 
of you. And that's an extreme amount. The good news is, you know, it's you can go monthly with it. And I think that's what most people will do. That's that's my plan. It's going to be monthly. And then when I'm not using this, I'm going to be canceling it because I don't need it otherwise. And I think that helps a little bit, but you need to have other content on there, right? This is not like if it were in, say, Minnesota, where you have a basketball team, a hockey team. Football's not on there, I don't believe, but then baseball as well. So you get three sports, you get a ton of value. You don't have that here. It's just Pelicans, right? And a lot of high school sports and other things and stuff from Texas and Oklahoma. They put a lot of that on here. We do not care about that. They need to have more content that's almost exclusive to Bally Sports Plus for Pelicans, whether that's shows or segments or what have you, that's where I'm, I'm a little bit worried about it. If it's just for games, it feels like nickel and diming. At least it's an option. Yeah, but it's, it's a bad option at that point. And it might be better not to kind of almost feel like a cash grab from, from your fans and from your, your people wanting to watch the game. You know, I, I think they'll put things like the squad on there. But if that's also on YouTube and free in other areas, I don't know if that's like the move to do to put that kind of content on there. You need original content for that platform. So that costs money to do, right? You got to bring people in to be able to kind of create all of that, whether that's a sports talk show about it. I don't know. Lockdown Pelicans on there or or creating other things too, behind the scenes, things, different things like that. You need to really create compelling content. Otherwise, people are going to look at this as just not a great option that that could make or break this service i think for them but the overall experience should be improved and that's going to apply for everybody right that's going to be on cable if you're watching it on cable and not paying for the bally sports plus app all of that stuff will be better and if you are using the app bally sports plus app it should be much improved basically overhauled again i'm not telling you whether this is a good option or not it's an option it's kind of as simple as that But here's where the team is missing the mark. And they're missing it in kind of a big part, which affects us individually, yes, but also no. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. And you can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including the now wrapped up Stanley Cup Finals. You've got Major League Baseball. They've got uh, boxing, MMA, Formula One. I'm a big race guy. Any sport there, you can get it through the info you need through BetOnline.net. And BetOnline.net, it's the fastest and easiest way to check in all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, golf. You got Silverstone up for Formula One. Bet some money on there if you want. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action over at betonline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. We've been crushed it during the draft. We're going to be crushing it the next couple of days in free agency. Zion extension is looming. So we're going to be here now and also talking about the TV deal. And I know this matters to you all. And don't forget, make sure Locked On Saints, your second listen. This is going to be a fun season for the black and gold. Ross Jackson is one of the best up-and-coming star, basically, in my opinion. Breaking down everything black and gold. Subscribe to Locked On Saints wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. He's also got one of the more popular Locked On uh, football shows, which is absolutely awesome to see. New Orleans representing here, really. So today we are talking about uh, the New Orleans Pelicans re-upping with Bally Sports. Again, not a popular decision. They knew this. 
They feel confident that they're going to basically put in the work to create a better experience for you that it's going to kind of eventually with time erase kind of the, you know, the negative and you will enjoy watching games through this regional sports network. You know, we just went over what's going to be different and I'm sure they're putting heaps of pressure on Bally's to get this right. But this also does miss the mark in a sense, right? This does miss the mark in a sense. They gave you an option. They gave you an option that's likely going to be $19.99 a month. And there might be some subsidizing in there too, right? Maybe there's a way to kind of reduce the cost for a little bit. It's got a seven-day free trial with it when it launches. So you can really kind of get in there and play with it as well and see if this is something you like. You know, Mark Cuban famously did some subsidizing of the Dallas issues there, right? And he's made of money, essentially. And it was basically giving people a rebated discount on DirecTV Stream, which carried the games, so that people would just watch it, right? Because he understands that getting people to watch the game is really important. When people complain that, like, you know, the Kyrie Irving news that was floating around yesterday, like, overshadows the actual game of basketball... Well, you got to make so make sure that people can see the game. Otherwise, they won't appreciate it and they'll just enjoy the drama, which admittedly is a lot of fun. So this is where the Pelicans re-upping with Bally's and either not taking this in-house or going with another decision really misses the mark. While it's accessible, yes, it's accessible for people who are existing fans of the team, right? Anyone who's going to pay $19.99 for Bally Sports Plus, and again, I don't know if it's that to watch the games is already a fan of the team. It's not a casual fan that you're hoping becomes, you know, a, a casual person in New Orleans that becomes a, a fan of the team or a casual fan that becomes what I tend to call super consumers, right? People who watch every game that follow me and others on Twitter that listen to multiple podcasts and spend their money at games. Maybe they have season tickets or on a ton of merchandise, right? You would love to convert casual people to those kind of people. This doesn't do that because they're not going to spend $19.99 a month to watch games for a team that they only partially care about. Again, that's a lot of money per month, I think. That's expensive for what this is. This is only really an option for people who are kind of diehard fans of the team or already existing fans of the team. This helps you not lose them, which I think is good. But what this does not do, it does not grow the fan base. Now, this in a sense, doesn't affect you individually, right? Doesn't impact you individually. You care about the team. That's all that matters, right? But let's not lie. We want the team to do well. You likely feel yourself part of the team in a sense, or that the Pelicans are kind of part of your identity. So when then they're doing well, you get a sense of pride from that. You feel really good about that. That's what sports do, right? That's what makes them so awesome is that identifying and kind of involving yourself with that with that organization and feeling like it's part of you. I, I believe that's like a powerful thing when it comes to sports. So you want them to grow the fan base. You don't want this to be one of the smaller fan bases in the NBA. You want this to grow. This is where they miss the mark. This does not accomplish that. It's an option basically for existing people. If someone's like, oh man, I would love to watch the team. Oh, I don't have Hulu. Oh, okay. I can get it on Bally Sports Plus. I got to pay $19.99 to casually watch these games. When I'm not going to watch them all because I'm only a casual fan or not even a fan at all, but I'm intrigued, that ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. So you don't grow the fan base with this. You retain the existing fan base and you probably piss them off a little bit with that price tag on it. That's a good thing in a sense, but it's not growing the fan base. And as I said in the open, right, the cold open of the show, it's a critical time. This team's exciting. The excitement from my, I've been covering this team for 10 plus years, right? I've been doing Lockdown Pelicans for six plus years. 
it's it's the biggest podcast by far. It's like 10 times more than all the other ones combined. I feel like I understand the fan base really well and kind of when this team is at inflection points. They're at one now. They need to take advantage of that. This is not doing it. And that's where this hurts them in a sense, right? You know, when the team struggles at a certain point and no one's at the Smoothie King Center, that will happen. Hopefully not this year, maybe in the future. People are going to say, oh, they should move. All of that. Even though we know that's fake, right? Well, if you have a bigger fan base, it can kind of help you weather some of those issues and things like that. And it sends a message to the league, which, trust me, you're all doing already. So... It misses the mark on that, and that's disappointing. It's an option. It's an option you didn't have before that's good, and the Pelicans feel the broadcast experience will be much improved, but it's it's like missing the forest for the trees, right? Is that the, is that the saying? I think that's the saying. You know, they got part of it right. They didn't get the whole thing right, and they probably missed the bigger picture. But to them, maybe giving you the option was the bigger picture. And don't forget that the majority of people still do have a cable subscription. It's about 56% still do versus 44 cord cutters. It's about 50-50. Used to be 75-25. That's changed a lot in the past couple of years. It's about 56% still have cable. So the people who are the cord cutters, myself included in this, are still in the minority a little bit. So you still want to attract those people though and get them to the team and to grow the fan base and have them become a part of this community because it's awesome. Look how much fun those Chris Connor spaces are, right? I love the Pels 12. I support them over supporting the team at times. So they missed the mark on that. And that's the disappointing thing. But it's an option you didn't have before. And look, I need to watch the games. I'm going to be paying $19.99 uh, you know, a month to be able to do it. I'm glad I have the option versus some of these crappy illegal streams where, you know, that I did last year where I got the opponent broadcaster. So at least I'll get Joel and AD. Am I happy about it? Not, not thrilled. But I'm going to be doing it, and I'm somewhat glad I have the option. So we'll see. This is this is an individual decision, I think, on whether you think this is good or bad. It's an option. The Pelicans hope with time that it'll be so good that you kind of forget about everything. And that's kind of on them to prove it. And that's kind of where we're going to end it for today's show. So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. We went a little bit longer here. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. For agency talk, Zion Extension talk. Trade talk, that's kind of the big one. That's coming up here in the the next couple of days here as we round out the week of Locked On Pelicans. And I'll see you all next time.